Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. The Daily Talk Show, Squeak Free Tuesday. <laughs> I said s- Squeak Free since 93. Is that what you said just yeah. before? We were just uh, getting Conspiracy Jimmy out of the building. Yeah. And he, he was locked going, the door as he left yeah. because he knows that something could go down. But it is episode 206 is where I interrupted yeah. you. Sorry no, that's about fine. that. That's fine. You've put on a timer for 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, the 30-minute timer is is not to wrap up the conversation. It's actually to remind me that the fridge needs to be turned back on mm-hmm. because this is a classic case of we turn the fridge off so that there's no hum, but if there's food in there and we forget to turn it back on, we're in trouble. There'll be a lot of hums yeah. tomorrow. Did you, you ever, it doesn't happen a great deal having like outages anymore where you lose power to your fridge. Like I remember that happening as a kid. Whereas like circuit board systems in houses were a lot crappier back then. Yeah, I just loved when like it, the storms were good enough that it would cut power. Oh yeah. When the SES were had to be out there and about. I know it's not good. I know we shouldn't celebrate it because shit's going down. But um, there is something fun yeah. about a good storm. Well, I am I am having a go at power boards and uh, fuse boards. I guess one of them did save my life. As a kid, Christmas time, I'm cutting through um, Christmas paper. And I, uh, I, it's so clear as day in my mind. I got to this point where I was like, it's really hard, this bit of the paper. <gasps> so I cut harder and it went tick, like, and there was a smell you? of smoke. Oh. And I looked at the scissors. I'd cut through the, power, the fan cord and there was a chunk taken out of the scissor. But my old man had the um, circuit board breaker, what do you call them? The circuit breakers installed where it does turn the power off. So Well, I he's got a, the classic son that would put a butter knife in a you know, <laughs> socket to test Mate, it out. Mate, put, putting a knife into a toaster. Now, that's something I'm... <laughs> That's if you're Guilty. a real radio show, you should be testing that. Thirteen ten sixty. Not do we put pineapple <laughs> on pizza? Ooh, taboo to put a bit of fruit on a pizza. But maybe put the a, um, put a um, knife in a toaster. <laughs> we might end up with a smaller radio industry. Yeah, <laughs> true. Like, that would make a lot of new. Yeah, guys, the PD wants you to get viral. Yeah. it's like, well, yeah, D- Dave, uh, we got uh, another one. Uh, Dave's <laughs> dead. He. Um, <laughs> The Brecky Show. Put Poor a knife, Dave from Shepparton. Put it. Put the knife in the um, in the toaster. No, it is definitely one thing that I'm not going to try. Electricity it, in general freaks me out. Don't fuck with it. No, don't fuck with it. I had my bro come in here, and he's electrician, and he's apprehensive to do stuff for me that would require. Like, there's, there's. Here's the thing: if you go into a, a property as a bill as a, an electrician, mm. and you burn down the house. And it doesn't even burn down because of any electrical fault. They will go through and say, who did any of this electrical wiring? Do they have a certificate? So even if it just burnt down, like they have to go through the checks. And that's where it's like, he's just like, dude, I'm not touching that shit. All that wiring, nah, you need to pay someone that's on the clock as an actual... What's like the testing and tagging stuff? You know, when you like go to... You know, you make it and you're fucking talking at Fed Square or whatever <laughs> and they say your computer needs to be like all of the stuff that you plug into their system yeah. needs to be test, tested, tested and tagged. tagged. It's a good combo of words, I, I think. I think that we'll – I'll feel like I've made it as a business yeah. when we have enough <laughs> on the line 
to justify getting a, a guy in with a van to test and tag? Uh, uh, test and tagged, like, is, that's a milestone of a business. Mm. Is your business big enough that you need to be tested and tagged because of the lawsuit that could be at hand? Yeah. And, uh, Currently, our assets are worth less than it would cost to go to get a testing. <laughs> it would cost. It would be. It'd be a we, few we'd grand. spend more on the test and tag process yeah. than we do have worth of assets right now. Anyway, but uh, De- Derek Scooter, Derek, he Scooter, uh, that's his nickname, is it? Yeah, Scooter Derek. What do we think? Scooter? No, it needs to have Derek. Scooter in it. Derek. Um, Derek's got a real cut through for a name. It, it's, it's a bit old school. Yeah, unique. I know a few Derricks in my time. All good blokes. All great blokes. But Derek was just had his was involved in a scheme, <laughs> a Ponzi the, scheme. Well, the recipient, recip- how do you say it? Recipient, recipient. Yeah, of a scheme. Like we were walking past uh, his scooter shop. Yeah. Slash podcast studio. He's reaping the benefits of a scheme. Yeah. Is it a? Uh, so it's a government scheme, basically, because what they've done these with. Uh, yeah, the Australian government have done them for everything from changing your bulbs to be energy efficient bulbs. Yes, yeah. They've done ones where I remember the ones that we had at our house was the um, you would have you would install something that would go in between the power and the TV, and you had to fucking use your remote and turn the volume up and down every half an hour or whatever so it would know that you're still at the TV. Oh. Otherwise, it would switch everything off. Okay, so it's just like for people that leave TVs on. Yeah. It's pretty lazy to leave, <laughs> leave the house. I mean, it's, this, it's the burbs. It's such you have, a rush. You've got you know, a plasma <laughs> TV for every wall. But, yeah, so what was Derek's one? So that was... So it wasn't the – it was new lighting system. See, I didn't even know about this and it sounded like he'd been onto it for a while or he'd at least seen – I think in businesses that have um, UV lights or Mm. those old sort of longer lights, they're going through and replacing – all of the is current it called lighting. a UV light? What is that? Is that like the fluorescent tubes? Yeah, the, I think it's the yeah UV tubes mm-hmm. tubing. Maybe it's not. When I think missing of UV. UV light, maybe they're changing it over to LED. Okay, yeah, because it's all about the LED mm. at the moment, which is yeah lower power consumption. But there's, I feel like there's. Uh, when I was um, younger, I loved a good recall, like a recall on a current affair where oh, they yeah. were, and I one of them was the. Um, the down lights I was we had a new house um, when I was at my parents and they had like um, down lights yeah. and there was all these houses that would burn down because that's right the insulation you know nah. like there was that scheme and people were apparently just scheme is that what it is yeah 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 sch- just, it's, it's so funny when the humans are the ones behind the schemes yeah it's opportunity well so the scheme was that um, what was it In- improving Insulation in homes to reduce power consumption for heaters and stuff. Is They're that all what around it was? power, aren't they? Well, it's such a, it's such a. Um, but what ended up happening was all these houses burnt down because, because they're yeah. putting the insulation, insulation, bats, insulation, insulation. Are you just? Why do you say it with it's the insula- list? Insulation. There's a U. Oh, it's a bit insulation. Is it <laughs> insulation? In in. It, well, it's not installation, is it? Because an installation is something that's installed. Can you Google it? And that can be My our word today. Gone to oh, shit. Yeah. Mason, it's insulation. Say it again. 
Insulation. Oh, he's of really all. putting in the <laughs> as well. Insulation is what I was trying to Mr. say. Mr. 97. <laughs> Mr. No- so uh, we asked on Thursday, was it? Or Friday? Yeah, last Friday we, we had young Mason on the show uh, who helps out around the big media company halls, yeah. otherwise known as the main room, <laughs> the one room. The one room. The one have. room. Yeah, he helps around. Look. Yeah he's, yeah, he's here. He just does stuff. And uh, you wanted to throw him a nickname. Yeah, we, there was a few that came up uh, on our Reddit page, uh, including Mayo. Mason, can you come here for a second? Just Mason's uh, working today, so he doesn't really, uh, he doesn't have a mic. But can you explain why we, why was your nickname Mayo as a kid? Uh, I used it. I used it for a Minecraft username. It was it was back oh. in back in back in primary school. It was so what twenty seventeen? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, um, it was one of those auto generated usernames for Minecraft. Mayo. You know when you register, Mayo twenty three. So, God, it's a, it's a pull from his nerd days. Mayo, Mayo. Let me just tell you about what Mason once told me. He said I was at my mate's place over the weekend, and we we're all hanging out. It got it was pretty late, and uh, yeah, me and my mates all decided to do our tax returns. Re- would That's they, what he does for fun. That's the kind of kid we've got yeah. in our studio. It was, it was three three a.m. tax returns. Yeah, mate, no better time to but do what, your tax but, return. But what what was this the moment that you thought, oh, we should do our tax? Did did your mate work out a hashtag scheme <laughs> to be a, you know like a what, yeah. tax avoidance? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But was there what was the? Do you remember the actual reason why you decided to do it? No, nah, not really. It was sort of just. Sort of just happened. It's We're not doing a bit of work, and then it just. Well, he doesn't drink happened. or smoke weed. Yeah, what so else it was neither of those two. So he's, he I mean, I would if it was three a.m. The only difference between Mason and I is that I would have been in bed, <laughs> so <laughs> I would have never gotten to it. But okay, so if you had to ch- choose between uh, the nicknames Mister Ninety Seven, which is referring to your enter score, which yeah. is ninety seven better than Tommy, yeah. and brings our en- <laughs> entire. Score Average, to yeah. around 140. <laughs> so, are you happy with uh, Mr. 97 or Mayo? Mr. 97, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. there we go. I think, fuck it, like, what else are you going to use your enter score for? Yeah. <laughs> it's This is perfect. All right. Well, so Mason's helping us at the moment with the <laughs> Facebook pixel. Mr. Um, 97. But um, what, can I just quickly mention the yeah. big media company showreel? Yeah, go for it. Um. <laughs> I guess I asked. Uh, no, so we've been today, no today we've been working on. So yesterday we spent all day getting consolidating all of yeah. our footage. Yeah, we did. And one of our new principles of our company value is the little things. Yeah, the little things matter. Little should things I go? Have we actually read out them? No, we the, should. So, so here's the hard thing, right? We've been working on such little things over the last week or so. Yeah which I think you can get the feeling that you're not gaining progress. You know, I so like how you said progress. Progress. It's sort of a bit Adelaidean. Thank you, Mason. <laughs> Is that a thing? I think so. Mason's just, Mr. 97's just walked out with, with our values, values. I appreciate on it. On a piece of paper. It's currently on just a piece of paper here. Yeah. But don't you agree? Like you can feel like you're not making progress moving forward, like you're not moving forward when you are doing little things. But I think, because they feel like such little tasks. But from little things, big things grow. Yeah, no, but that's the, I'll let you okay. read the values out So the now. values we have, celebrate others. 
Uh, so I'll read them all and then we can talk to each point. Yeah, yeah, I like this. So this is the big media company values. Yeah. Celebrate others. Small things matter. Learn through action. The big picture. Lead the way. Yeah. I just want to say around coming up with values for business, I had this discussion with Jules Lund because it is something that people like Jack DeLosa, mm. the entrepreneur, pushes uh, you know, his people, his people that come through his entrepreneur school to really hone in on and focus. And I remember talking to Jules Lund about um, this in the early days of Tribe. When you haven't, so you're, you're sort of manufacturing these, uh, this set of almost rules or beliefs before you've got into the nitty gritty of the business and really worked out stuff. And for Jules, it was really coming from doing radio into starting yeah. this new tech company, hiring a CEO. Whereas, I've, I've felt in the past with my businesses that I've had multiple of and haven't seen through or they've led me to where I am now, whichever way you want to look at it, I've never been able to really hold and lock on to some values because it's probably I've been it's, – it's been a requirement of doing the business after business after business to sort of gain this understanding or perspective of where I want to be, yeah. where I am and where I want to be and what I'm holding true to. And we did this in half a day yeah. where we sort of – Which st- is a solid like piece of time. Like we would have spent yeah. four hours of just, you know, deconstructing uh, problems that we've had previously mm. and basically throwing problems at our values. Yeah. Or throwing problems and saying how would we how could we actually fix this and get the outcome that we'd want mm. through having a set of values that would filter yeah, it through. And how would they apply to actions that we need to take yeah. and what we're doing with our business. And I did find it much and and so my thought was around the, you know, trying to do this straight out of high school with some new business yeah. you've got. It is hard because you haven't waded through all this like you haven't had the hiccups the mistakes the learnings yet i think like the analogy that i think about with in a business is if you think about a business as a kid it's like an actual being it's a baby yeah and so uh if if it's your first business doing is creating a set of values is hypothesizing with your partner before your kid's born about how you're going to raise a kid, <laughs> yeah. right? And yeah. so you have these perfect case scenario. Everything is filtered through the perfect case scenario. Yeah. And uh, where I think values actually become – Mason, you can just mute that. That's just Brie uh, uh, trying to call me. I've got it set up on my new computer, say every fucking device rings. Yeah. I, anyway, but um, <laughs> so – if if you think about the what we're doing, we've actually had a couple of kids by now, mm. right? We've and we've seen them through a decent chunk of their life, and we know where we've gotten things wrong, things that have you know, we've had conversations with the school about their behaviour. We've yeah. done all of that, and what it means is that you can move forward on some things, but you can also work out what values I think are important. Yeah, yeah, because it's... Do you think that analogy works? Yeah, I think it does. 
Um, I mean, I haven't had a kid, so it's a bit rich. Son, I mean, yeah. all I can think about is my son who's got a mullet. So <laughs> <laughs> the values are off. I mean, this is your first one. <laughs> your third, oh. your third kid. Well, will I've had, I've had more businesses than I've had children. It's so true. my business babies is a bit more primitive. Yeah, I'm, I'm more advanced in business babies. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Well, maybe one value. If we were to use these values as a way um, of determining whether Bodhi should keep his mullet, I reckon. Yeah. Um, Lead the way, fucking get rid of it. Uh, the big picture, think about when he gets older, it's not good. No, nah, I'm thinking 21st. Learn, learn through action. You've you've done it. It looks interesting. Maybe you're, small things matter. It's turned into a big thing. So I don't know if you, it was a small thing when it was just sort of starting. But anyway, so what let's I mean, start at the top because I think the, the first value that we came up with is pretty much because of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's celebrate others. What does it mean for you? I think um, uh, it takes some of the focus off us mm. and by lifting up others around you, it also lifts you up. Yeah. So by default, I think it sets us up for success when our focus is, especially with clients, client work yeah. or creating something for an audience um, or you know, doing a story on an individual, we need our focus to be on them and celebrating someone else's wins, someone else's success, someone else's story. Well, I think that the people that I've respected the most in life, when they get to a certain point, there's no room for negative bullshit about mm. people because they're just like there's no reason. I feel like the only negativity comes from that projection. Yeah. And like we've, we spoke about that early days a lot. I yeah. remember projecting was all like a theme of every show. And um, I think maybe it's when you've gone through, when you've done a few businesses, you've, you've fallen on your face a few times, you build an empathy to anyone having a crack. Yeah. And it's, um, I also think it's similar to, you know, you made the video about it's easier to sell others than it is to sell yourself. Yeah. I think that it's an extension of that as well. I think that it's actually one of the same thing. So if you think about your, if you think about the negative things you say about someone as a potential projection or you projecting how you're feeling, Mm. if you then celebrate people and have that as your default, I think that what ends up happening is we give ourselves a break and we're actually we're less negative about our own creative ability, what we can do. Mm. Whereas I think that if someone's like, oh, do you see they, they missed a podcast, uh, like they say they're going to do it every Wednesday and then they didn't fucking do it. What an idiot. Yeah. Whereas we know how hard it is to do this. Yeah, totally. We can still hold ourselves up to a standard but understand how many times that we haven't been consistent mm. on those I, things. I don't think that if I think about applying any of these values to early day businesses – 100% I wouldn't have been able to use that because in the early days you're looking around mm. with some level of fear within you Do you think, I because think of could. other people. I reckon if you – but I reckon if you had – I think that what you're saying is that you weren't aligned with these values. I don't I think, yeah, aligned. Okay, so my example is um, competition. Early days of any business – I know. I don't think. I reckon that you once you've gone through it enough, the realization is that 
the competition is actually irrelevant in a lot of ways where it's like if you lead with so if celebrating others rather than fucking knocking people who are doing work that you want to do mm. if you actually shift it to uh let's celebrate our clients let's add value to them it sort of takes it out of the equation yeah it's like you you can't it's like that's I can't remember what it is. It's like around gratitude, but gratitude, mm. you can't be angry if you have gratitude. Yeah. And so by that's why having like a gratitude diary, which fell off the um wagon for me like two years ago because Brie was reading I think I said this was reading my <laughs> gratitude diary so then yeah. I just started writing things to sort of win yeah. brownie points but um filtering in messages yeah exactly I'm gratitude I'm grateful for how I made which I which I was yeah. obviously yeah. but it was it was yeah, um, de- defeated the purpose of yeah. a really honest gratitude yeah. book so yeah I think celebrating others is about um yeah, it's 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 less about trying to be selfish with things and realizing that when when I've created content for other people to celebrate other people, mm. or actually, I think the biggest one is I've had just so many times in my life where I've said something negative about someone in a conversation, and then I've never felt good about it. Mm. I always like I've gone home and I've been like, ah, uh, like do I, it said way more about me than it said about the person I was saying it yeah. about. And um, even if I framed it like, ah, no, that person's a fuckhead. So <laughs> I think that just for our own mental, uh, for our own sanity, uh, I think celebrating others is a good one. Yeah. And it, there's a positive vibe to it. Mm. Number two. Small things matter. What does this mean for you? I love Blink-182. Yeah. Do you get the reference? <laughs> I do, I do. do I, uh, wasn't was a bl- I was not a Blink-182 fan. Well, that was one of oh, Jake the, and the small thing. Jake and the Fat Man. Yeah. We did that song. Um, f- for me, this one has probably not been a focus of mine uh, because sometimes the small things can be really hard. I've always looked sort of grand and sort of like, um, I, I don't know how I can explain it. I think seeing... The big stuff excited me, whereas it's like saying that getting into the nitty gritty of something can be the tedious part of it. Yeah. But just sort of getting excited about the big trip, and then you yeah. actually have to book each little part of it. Mm-hmm. But the booking of each little part adds to the experience of the big trip. And so for us and all the mistakes we've made in the past uh, and the learnings we've had, the small things – for it could be, and I think this is what we did. We related it to um, the podcast, um, creating videos for clients, creating our own original content, mm-hmm. and we applied the the small things. And so, what would that look like? And the example is the show reel that we put out mm-hmm. for the company. It was how do you use that? Fil- yes, yeah, small small things matter. Filter on that. Yeah, I think it's looking. I'm just getting a phone call. Sorry, it's happening a lot. Isn't it's it? it's from a it's a telemarketer. Yeah. Should we celebrate them? Yeah, <laughs> good on them. <laughs> no. Good on them for, for uh, it'd be slightly patronising them as well. Yeah. Uh, no, the small things for the show reel. It is saying if if we are going to put something out, we don't just want to put anything out. Yeah, um, we can set some time restrictions, which we did around it, which was get it out by the end of the day. And there was just a few little tweaks that 
that added to the experience yeah, adding of some sound the, final, design. the final product, mm-hmm. which required us to push the time slightly. Yeah. But if the small things matter at the end of the day, because, uh, yeah, we, we needed to make sure we see them through. And I think, and then the extension of small things matter, I think, is around communication as yeah. well. So it's like making sure if the small things, I really believe that, like, the, when you focus on the small things, the bigger things fall into place mm. because you can never actually, if you want to whole, eat a whole cake, which is a beautiful mm. ambition and one that I've had for my uh, whole life, you <laughs> want to eat the whole cake. Yeah, as, as if you haven't eaten a whole but cake. The, 100% I've eaten a whole cake. <laughs> and Bree and I actually once went to um, the cheesecake shop and we got, this was on in our fat days, we got a half-half like she picked a cheesecake she right. wanted and I picked a half that I wanted and we just fucking ate the half each. <laughs> Whose idea was it? I uh, would have been a joint joint <laughs> machine. It's literally like if you've ever set, walk, walked along Collingwood and you see like the guy and the girl junkie sort of fucking walking along, like <laughs> encouraging each other, that was us. <laughs> that was us going to the cheesecake shop. Uh, but, yeah, but why is that? Why is there always – it's always a couple – what junkies? Uh, I guess that they, that's a community. They're sort of, it's a, it's annoying, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, no, we did notice that the other day around here. I think it's uh, yeah, having someone to do something with is more fun than just doing it alone. Doing it and alone. I guess you need to know that, and that's one of our values. <laughs> no. Um, no, so um, small things matter. Uh, what the fuck? We, oh yes, the the cake analogy. Yeah. You even if you want to eat the whole cake, you're gonna, you're probably gonna start a slice at a time, mm. and uh, it's the, that same theory of if you want to write an entire book, you've got to start with a single page. Yeah. If you want, I think the the famous quote, maybe it was Mark Twain or mm. someone said it, which was, um, "Every journey starts with a single step." Yeah, I think the one thing because it's something you really care about, the small things, and you pick up on things and. One of the things I thought about around this was um, if you're really caring about the small things, you can't react to them like they are big things because Mm. more small things happen. There's more small things going on constantly. So it's about like taking them on board. But I think if you lead with I care about all the things going on, it allows you to – It's a paradox. The paradox is that – Small things uh, on their own don't equal much, but altogether equal mm. a lot. And it's give it the emotional importance in your head that you're going to deliver. Um, but then it's the understanding that at the beginning we're still identifying all of those things. Mm. And so if one of them gets dropped, what I'm happy with now is I have three words that I can say to you when something – if if we don't do something that we should have done, I can say small things matter mm. versus trying to come up with something like blow it up yeah. and saying, well, like you should have done that because blah, blah, blah. So it's very easy now for us to identify those things. And so it for me it goes as far as reaching out to clients or contacting them, getting back to them to – uh, a shot, like if we export something and there's a little flicker at the end, mm. um, if small things didn't matter, it's all about shipping and getting it done, you might say, ah, oh, fuck it, mm-hmm. we won't worry about that. Mm. But small things matter. It's like, oh, no, let's do it. And I think that 
by being in, intentional like that, it will have a flow on effect where it's like, why do we, I mean, I have, I've fallen into this where it's like, uh, especially when I wasn't feeling good about myself, I would grow my neck beard and I just, and, and you know. And could I, have coincided with the time you and Brie were at the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> could have, yeah, it was Cheesecake Shop, not to be completely confused with Cheesecake okay. Factory. Okay. For our American listeners, we have a Cheesecake Shop, which is not the factory, and the Cheesecake Shop is, it's, it's a sort of greenish uh, imaging, is like brand, yeah, and you just get cheesecake from there, and yeah. it's more, it's not an eat-in, you don't get the, it's all, the it's all takeaway, and you can get half half yeah. according to exactly, um, you, you can, Josh, Josh, my name is, well, I was going to call you, um, Mister Cheesecake, no, nah, what was your band name, Fat Man, Fat and Man. The, Jake and the Fat Man. Jake and the Fat Man. Yeah, so Fat Man would have just been a bit aggressive. <laughs> but I I but the, no. But the, um, no. So using that sort of theory around it is how much better do you feel when you shave your neck? Yeah. And what's the weird thing is it's so small. So then you end up with – so if, if shaving the neck feel makes you feel really good, then it's, it's one of those keystone habits that lead to yeah. all of this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're looking. I think there's a drive to look for making big change because it feels grand in the moment, or or has a real sort of disrupting or um, altering emotional response. Mm. Whereas the little things don't, which is like the stuff today: launching your Facebook page, mm. adding a video here, putting a little post up there. It adds, but when you do think about it, is like these all these things matter for something bigger and they're different to every single person so if you are haunted by perfectionism if you can't ship Mm. and then maybe you don't need to worry about the small things matter maybe everyone's going to be different so for others it might be about like um being seen is better than perfect or you know good is better than done is better than great or whatever the fuck yeah and so i think that that's a good one uh learn through action Mm. I think it's been pretty much the basis of how I've forged my career mm-hmm. so far is by starting, not knowing what I'm doing, yeah. but starting somewhere mm-hmm. and then learning from that and then coming back and trying again. And it's the, it's not over, you know, the analysis paralysis, mm. avoiding uh, getting into the cycle of theorizing about the best approach rather than actually oh, learn through action. Okay, I don't know the answer. You don't know the answer. So we need to actually do something to then come up with the um, the answer. Yeah, I've, I've found that uh, my thinking towards making a video has sometimes gone and, and I don't always delve into this. That's meant me to, meant to put the fridge back on, but okay, I'll stop well, that because we're having a great conversation. Uh, small I've, things matter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the um, learn through action. Learn, learn through action. So okay, you fucked Ma- one make avocado. Video. <laughs> I've got an avocado in the fridge. That's why I'm paranoid mm. because it's going to go off. Did you really? So you said yes. You said to me before we started. You said, yeah. "Oh, I fucked one avocado because." You kept you didn't turn the fridge back so, on. So yeah, yesterday's did episode. It, did it actually? Were you being hyperbolic? Were you being over the top? Slightly. 
It, was the avocado? It, did you eat the avocado? No, it's still in there. That's and why. So, so when it goes from because when we turn the uh, the fridge so you, off, but you haven't even opened warm. the avocado. No, you can feel it. So it was harder, and it gets and it gets ripe really quickly, and then the flavour can change. But you said that the, the we fucked one of the avocados. It's in there now. It's so. But I'm, you haven't even I'm opened worried. it. You can't. I know, but that was super dramatic to say yeah. one of the avocado. Yeah, we've ruined one of the avocados. <laughs> Because it's it could it's probably perfect guacamole texture. True, but I wasn't going to eat it as guac. Okay, but I could take it home. All right, snowflake. I said, yeah. Snowflake, snowflake is. Really <laughs> that's, I love that that's become stick. you. Don't snowflake is so funny. Um, anything else on so, the learn through action? Yeah, so I've seen, I've found that um, making videos is hard, and you are essentially. If, if you see it as a problem and the problem is you don't have the product yet and the problem is you, you are up against all these challenges in, in the process of creating this thing, mm. so you don't have the narrative yet, you need to find the narrative. You don't, so when you get back to editing, there's a whole bunch of other challenges you will face. And I've always found that if I bathe in that thought too much of this is a problem, there's so many things going on, mm it can be almost um, paralyzing. Whereas if I just start and I do the process of bringing in the footage, I do the process of looking through and finding the best bits, I listen to the interview, it slowly starts to evolve and I'm learning about this problem that I'm facing, which is I don't have the product yet and I need to go through the process to, to learn and, and find you know the result. I think that people focus on the wrong M word. I think they focus on motivation and what they need is momentum. Mm. And the only way that you can create moment, I'm, I'm really happy, my ears started ringing because I thought that was such a good idea. <laughs> That's a a good one. Isn't that good? Guys, could you imagine me doing a prezzo yeah. about that? I've already, I've already squashed, the wrong M. I've already squashed the idea. Quashed or squashed? Mr. 97, squashed or quashed? What is it? I don't think quashed is a thing. I'm pretty sure it's squashed because you'd squash a problem. You'd squash something. Quashed. Quashed. In invalid or put an end to is quashed. Yeah. Um, no, I quashed. What well are Mister Ninety Seven? They thought Mister Ninety Seven bringing in the goods, but that's good that I know the difference now because I've said squashed before. It yeah. should be quashed. I tell you what, we're doing something for his personal brand. He's just going to be known as this smart guy. It's it's great. It's got a lot of pressure, Mister yeah. Ninety Seven. The um, um mis, uh, the so no, I quashed the idea of it. We and the early days were like, you know what be good to be doing some speaking. Yeah. And then we're like, no, fuck. We need to learn through action. We need to be doing heaps of shit. We mm. need to – we've had a lot of runs on the board already with our businesses, but we want to show that we can do it within a partnership, that we can mm. – that all the theories that we have are going to work within yeah. this new context. Yeah. And it's only going to happen by taking action. Yeah. Uh, the big the big picture. Yeah, I, lo- I love this one because we were wanting to – create something that um, sort of tipped its hat towards strategy mm-hmm. and taking a care in, well, you know, and, and I guess um, us take, having the thought of the bigger picture, mm-hmm. which is how it came yeah. out. You said the big picture was essentially what strategy is. Where it, Where is this going to go at the very end? Yeah. And it's, if you're thinking about the small things, then – it's. I think you also want to be looking at where it's placed in the bigger picture. Mm. And I think a lot of the stuff that we're doing as well, it doesn't have like a clear return on investment from a short-term point of view. I think most people, we have things that 
a short term, which is, okay, cash flow, that is a, a thing that we need to think about now. And it's the, we need to see a return on that investment now. Mm. But then we have these other things, which is like, no, we don't actually need to have any cash flow related to the podcast. Yeah. And so by doing that, you're enabling the big picture to those things to still survive and flourish because yeah. we've actually got a value around them. And this is a, it's quite a great roadmap to apply to any tasks or if we're getting bogged down in the nitty gritty of something mm. to go, you know, to go from the small things matter to then apply the next thing, which, which yeah. is like, are we obsessing about this thing too much? Yeah. Is this serving uh, the the greater strategy and the big picture? Yeah. I think one of the interesting things will be how much of the big picture we need to actually have locked off versus just the value. Mm. So, being able to say this is where we want to be versus having buckets, which is the only reason that we're doing this is because we think it's going to be good for us longer term. Yeah. Um, without ha- with And having um, the ambiguity and uncertainty mm. in that as well. Well, I think it also relates to, and it is an evolving process, you and I will really sort of lock in some of those future goals mm. for our business as we learn through action, so we start yeah. seeing, you know, what what ends up sticking, and yeah. also giving stuff enough. I reckon it's like the dip, like what um, Seth Godin talks about, is you know we we do drop off a lot of times before we're actually about to see the success, mm. and so by having a longer term look at these things, looking at the big picture, we have more room to fail to learn through action mm. all that sort of thing. Well I think where I've experienced a time where I was too focused on the big picture or the end goal mm. was like when I was wanting to be a TV presenter yeah. and I get to the point where I managed to get a role on a TV show hosting something whether it was you know was low paid but it was on television yeah. which essentially was the goal I'd written down but it didn't feel that great didn't feel like I thought it would, and I think I was too fixed on this end goal, and I hadn't realised the progression I'd made by trying to get there and sort of reassessing. So yeah, it kind of does shift. Yeah, well, I mean, we're, talk, time. we're talking with um, someone today who has had a very successful radio career, and he's sort of pivoting to something else, and you can see how he was talking about you see the bigger picture at, almost at the start mm. as, um, yeah, the radio show or the TV or and what ends up happening is you can be in a bit of a bubble where you start actually thinking that is the only way yeah. of doing it. And so it's identifying that the big picture will actually end up dictating what you care about from a smaller level. Mm. And so you sort of need to get a sense of, like a lot of people have said, have you guys, do you want a radio show eventually? Do you want the, and mm. it's good to be able to actually be clear on the fact that we don't. Mm. And that to me is the, the big picture. Yeah. Um, and, it's the big picture is as much about the uncertainty and realizing that we we believe in these core things around independent creation and a thousand true fans, um, yeah, that type of thing. Uh, lead the way, our final uh, value. What does it mean to you? <sighs> we were talking. I think it was yesterday, and probably the. We talk every day, so we're talking at some point over the last yeah. week, and it was around uh, 
not actually making a decision on something can be uh, like, and being in that moment where you're kind of weighing up all the options, looking at what you could do, looking mm-hmm. at what sort of goals you could go after, what projects you could start. That being, you can get stuck in that. Yeah. And I think if our one of our values is lead the way. Yeah. Um, and if I apply it to that conversation, mm-hmm. it is about us making some decisions to head in a direction because I think if you look at leaders um, and you see what they do, mm-hmm. they make a decision to head down that path. And well, it's the decisiveness. Yeah, it's, yeah and, and that is hard. Sometimes yeah. being decisive is yeah. difficult. Yeah, and it's also I think it's about giving us permission as well. Yeah. So I think that when you say, you use the phrasing, you know, lead, it gives you a um it also means maybe leading over your fears or leading over the lizard brain. So I think that sometimes we feel like we can be led by the market or our boss or our mm. clients, but lead the way actually means that you can't fall back into blaming others for the position that you're in. Mm. And so that if you aren't happy with it, it's your responsibility as the person and the company who's leading the way to make it right. So if a, if a client's taking the piss <laughs> and they are calling you at all hours, you know, there's a huge amount of scope creep, it's actually it's an internal process in us saying we haven't led the way. Yeah. We haven't been able to articulate the process and what we want. And the good thing about it is there's a lot of empowerment in saying, okay, well, let's, let's make some changes. Mm. I'd much prefer that than blaming it on someone else and them being helpless. Yeah. I, I, and I've also found in previous businesses, I, I've probably lost work or not, taken an opportunity that was there but I just didn't really know um, how to approach it so for instance we have a lot of people coming to us they fall into a few camps around videos we know what the video is we want and we Mm -hmm. want you guys to create it we have no idea what the video is Mm -hmm. that we want created but we want to create one and if they fall into that um, that's a person that's looking for someone to lead the way and I probably haven't you know, because it's harder, it's mm. actually a harder path sometimes to lead the way yeah. for that client because then, then it's about explaining to them the, you know, or showing them this mm. is a path that we can take. Well, I mean, it's, the, it's why we cost more than mm. what someone who hasn't been doing it for 15 plus years is because what we bring is we've done a lot of this before and so we know what works, what doesn't work. A vi- making a video whilst exciting to a, a lot of people, especially clients who are coming to us, uh, to us that's by default not exciting. Like if you've got that as a tool set, mm. if you've got a, a drill and there's going to be a time where that drill just becomes a tool that you're using and you're not going to use a drill on every single project that you're working on. Mm. And so I think that that's we bring that, we lead with, well – and I think it's also the the celebrating others and the small things matter. All these things are about saying, and the bigger picture to the big picture to actually say uh, what we offer isn't actually what you need, and this is what I think that you might need. Mm. And the big picture in saying that that's going to be that's honouring that client and that relationship more than it is to try and take their cash and you know, just follow their their thoughts on what they need. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is the easy option. Yeah. Well, I think the other probably distinction too about leading leading the way, to lead the way you need to ask questions. Leading the way isn't saying that you have all the answers, mm. but it's a willingness to at least ask them and to shift an approach and to and I think that we've been able to through our journeys as creators, we've found these key things that happen over and over again that we can actually bring and that's what people are paying for is mm. that we can identify uh, this is what you need to w- worry about and also taking that away. So if someone like I would much prefer a client to give us the autonomy to work on something and to creatively execute on their idea mm. versus them holding on and us being led on their vision that mm. might not completely align with what they actually want, yeah. which is a bit of a head fuck. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think I've never f- felt or had to realise that or never really – I've never felt that um, having these was a necessity, but now that we've gone through the process mm-hmm. and actually come up with them, it makes total sense to have them yeah. as some guidelines for just making some decisions. But I get it. That younger version of me that wasn't quite there yet I, and giving the pushback – it was like it was valid too at that point. Mm-hmm. It's just not part of the process. I just wonder if you were to force these out at a stage, is it beneficial? What do you no, think? No, I think that it's got to be ba- – I think that having a crack and asking those questions, what do I value, can never be a bad thing, yeah. even if you're at the start. I actually think that coming up with what, what sort of parents do we want to be, even if you are comp- remarkably wrong – the exercise in doing it will actually at least bring you closer to understanding and you're at least being mindful of that process. Yeah. And so I think that even if it is your first business, being su- – and, th- you know, experiences come from all different ways. It might not be a business. You may have been an employee somewhere yeah. and seen all the wrong things and saying this is – these are the things that they didn't value and I think they should have. Mm. But values are a great way – to be able to determine what to say yes to, what to say no to, mm. and to actually dictate what you should be doing. Yeah. And then what do you think from your personal value set uh, isn't on this list, but you still bring it and feed it through all of these? Um, I think like just at a, like that very basic, I think the value... Cheesecake isn't cheesecake a value. Cheesecake <laughs> is not a value. Okay, well, scrap that. Dairy, not a value. Um, no. I think maybe around something around the gratitude stuff. Mm. I think that um, the I feel very lucky in the position that I'm in, mm. and so I think that that's maybe part of it too, which is not ignoring the fact that I've had a lot of um, lucky things happen in my life, from where I was born to the parents that I had to the interests that I you know, was sort of luckily found. Mm. And so there's probably something around there. There's, um, I don't, wouldn't know how to articulate it, but mm. there's a gratitude to, uh, I think, w- what I want to be doing. Mm. And right. I think that empathy and stuff leads from gratitude. Yeah. What about you? Uh, one that I've always employed for myself is around fun. And, and I've always thought that f- 
I don't think it applies to because I can bring this sense of fun into all of these things yeah. and into our business. Mm. So it does feed into it. But I've always felt, and it's like the gratitude and anger don't live yeah. together. I've always felt like fun and sadness mm-hmm. don't really go together. Yeah. And I feel like when you are trying to have fun, it, it translates as happiness. Yeah. And you are happy when you're having fun. Yeah. And so that's just one that's not on the list, but I hold highly in, you know, how I parent Bodhi, my relationships that I have with people, my interactions with people. I want and the podcast. Yeah. And so there there are other ways to sort of you can find your five values or whatever you want, however many you want, twenty five, hundred. But you can also then thread through things from because we are essentially the drivers of our business, mm. and where it changes are when you were trying to and, and essentially you hold have a value set of your company when it's small and you want the people who come in to align with those and at least try and align with them. It's it's hard when you have a big company like being at the radio station, walking into the toilets, and there's the value set in the wall. Yeah, but I don't actually know how they. Well, there's not really an onboarding process. I didn't even know really about HR when I was working. HR was a joke. I think it was like 2525 was the HR (laughs) phone number. And so would anyone would do it. And, you know, if someone would come up and hump the back of your chair, you'd be like, 2525. (laughs) I can't remember what the number was. I don't know if that would go to HR. It's not an official And so I think it can be lost, but while it's still in the early days, you can really sort of embody them as – founders and as just a small business and i think it's just a good way of making decisions yeah yeah Yeah, it's good it's a daily talk show we've just put our um show reel live you can go to big media company on instagram or just go to bigmediacompany.com give us a follow share us you know share some love to us whatever you want to i did think putting out this you and i put out content and it's all free and it's all not really asking for much. Mm. And Is this our first first ask? Why well, I, I, I like fell into uh, a paralyzed state when I was trying to work out the call to action, if you will. Yeah. Or just like, like hey art, guys, yeah. if you need help with this, mm. let us know. But I was like, why is this why am I feeling like this? It's because we don't ask for yeah. much at all. Yeah. And so I think that probably the ask <laughs> Actually, is... Actually, we asked Mason well, a fair yeah, bit exactly. of stuff. But I think probably the, the ask is around if you, if you have a company that's doing cool shit, a brand, or if you're an individual and you see that what we're doing resonates with you, if you see that you actually have a story and a need mm. for what we're making within your business, uh, get in touch uh, with us and we can uh, maybe collab, make Come something on. cool. That's a that's a um, stab at me because I use the phrase collab rather than collab. Collab. I, I thought it was collab. It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. Hi, at the Daily Talk Show If you want to send us an email, otherwise we'll see you tomorrow. See you guys.